And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. You guys successfully staked out the tower in the center of this piazza within the inner ring of Orphea. And you have essentially snuck in under the cloak of, I think, Joza's uh, Pass Without Trace spell, having the shadows clinging to yeah. you, I believe, still now as it's concentration for an hour. And you pushed open the double doors yeah. that weren't even really locked in any way. And you have come to this rather large sort of foyer. And it's got a very garish throne with a suited of armor figure sitting on the throne on like a series of daises. Then you've got a large tapestry, some torches illuminating the room and two curved staircases in the sort of northeast and north northwest corners of the room. It is eerily silent. What, what do you do? Is that square in the middle, a tapestry on the floor? Yeah, that's my poor artist's rendering of a tapestry. <coughs> Sorry, it's not really a tapestry then, it's more of a rug. A rug, okay. I was going to say, what's on the tapestry? Floor tapestry. Okay. Floor, floor tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> I nudge, um, I nudge Ash and go, uh, sorry, um, uh, I nudge, yeah, I nudge Ash and say, hey, check out the floor tapestry. That's <laughs> what I'm going to call this episode. I'm going to call this episode floor tapestry. <laughs> You see, like a small smirk at the side of my mouth, which might be forgiveness, but, but not. Quite. <laughs> um. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, hmm. uh, I'll just will like hang back a bit, and maybe just start kind of circling the room a bit, to, just to see if he sees anything, or can get a. In case he needs to put an arrow in this bitch, then he can get a. Bit of a flanking situation going on. Yeah, um, I'm going to oh, cast oh, detect magic. Okay, uh, can you give me the deets um, of that cool. spell? Like I'm going to cast detect magic. Yes, but if you could please send the the yeah. juicy, yeah, that thing. Uh, okay, so we got juicy, juicy good stuff. It's a range of thirty That's... feet. Cast on self. Okay, cool. So that means where is Monty? There he is. Five, ten. Wait, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. You sense a strong magical aura, two of them, in fact, coming from the floor pastry and the suit of armor at the far end. The the sort of, they both seem to be of the same school of magic, which is like, I think, abjuration or trans, transmutation. Transmutation, that's it. Um. As a slight aside, in the Discord chat is um, um, a playlist thing, a very uh, appropriate ambient music. Amazing. Dark Gothic music is I love it. I, I would also add to that that Joseph especially hears the gentle, fitful crackling of the coals in the brazier to his right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm also sure if it cut out or something. Was there any outcome to uh, my detecting magic? Oh, yeah, yeah. It detects a strong magical aura coming from the floorpastry and the suited of armor <laughs> figure at the far end. And the school, okay. of mag the school of magic is transmutation, I believe. Okay, mm. sorry, I missed most of that. 
apart from transmutation originally. So, yes, yeah. guys, some of this shit is all transmuted. Typical floppistry. Don't trust <laughs> the floppistry. Yeah. <laughs> should we walk around the floppistry or should we peek underneath it? Um, so I was getting really into this uh, gothic abandoned car. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have been taken away. Yeah. Um, I mean, so yeah. if it's transmutation, something's been turned into something else. So um, we could maybe just step on it. Anything under this floor tree. Um, is, it, is anyone going to just greet that guy? <laughs> or are we just thinking it's a statue? He'll be, he's going to be an enchanted statue, isn't he? Or yeah. an enchanted set of armor. Um, well, so uh, how about this? What have I got in my equipment? Um, oh man, he's... Pick up the corner of the floor of the street mm. to look underneath. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nice. I was going to chuck something on it. So I'll, I'll move like over here so I'm out of the way and use Mage Hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're going to use Mage Hand to lift up the corner of the tapestry? Sorry, floor is is that what's happening? So I'm going to use Mage Hand to lift up this corner of the floor pastry to see what's underneath. Okay, cool. You lift up the corner of the floor pastry and you see stone below it. It uh, appears to have just more stone floor underneath it. <clears throat> Still don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust that floor pastry for one second. <laughs> shall, I, shall I roll uh, up the floor pastry into a nice um, roll? Yeah, maybe we can keep it. I believe the mage hand can only lift 20 or 30 pounds or something like that. This floor pastry is considerably heavier. Okay, okay. I mean, you can double check the stats, but it's like some nominal weight. Uh, that's 10 pounds. Yeah, it says yeah, it doesn't 10 pounds is not okay. going to... It's not going to shift this floor pastry very far. Mm, I might have mighty floor pastry. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's some kind of trap. Like a seven foot bear, man. <laughs> it's massive. I'm like a, yeah. like a furball. Yeah. Um, yeah, six foot. I weigh 160 pounds if that, if that factors into the equation. Okay. Um, uh, uh, then we've got like a, a twig or something. Something. Like uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I've got. A, I'll grab one of these uh, braziers, this brazier next to me. Just chuck it on. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, this will do. Um, pick up the brazier. Maybe um, get my bed roll out and use it as like kind of oven mitts. Okay. Uh, pick up the brazier and just do that. So you pick up the brazier like with the, bed roll oven mitts and you use. Throw. Yeah, I want to kind of uh, just maybe I'm going to walk up to the edge of the uh, floor. Uh, I would like to, uh, well, I'm carrying the brazier mm -hmm. and I'm going to throw, place it. No, I don't want to like just chuck the coals everywhere. I'm going to kind of like drop it about a foot away from me without stepping on the tapestry. Floor okay. Street, All right. Um, and see what happens. Okay, you chuck it, and I want you to roll a d6 for me. Uh, 
that one. Okay. And then we're going to roll initiative because uh, this rug comes to life and is going to get all up in your grill. Oh, uh, shit. As it sort of lunges forward. Actually, before Never. we do initiative, because I don't have the I don't have the thing up yet. But before we do initiative, let's do a attack because this thing is going to lunge at Joza specifically. So that means it's going to try and smother you with a twenty. Goodness me. Uh, okay. I think that hits. On a hit, yeah. Okay, so that hits. So, uh, so you're restrained and blinded, and at the risk of suffocating. Yeah. So basically, yeah. the you see this giant floppestry has wrapped itself in a tube around Joser and most likely restricting his breathing. So now I'm going to open up this turn tracker, but no one do anything yet. I just got to clear it out. Okay. So, so me gently placing the brazier on it doesn't count as an attack. No, it does. That's what the uh, that's what the that's what your D six was. So as the oh, okay. coals spill out of it, it it, <laughs> it has burned the creature for two fire damage. But it will also, uh, if it was still lying there, it would still take fire damage until it flicked the coals off of itself. But because it wrapped itself around you, the coals coals have fallen off. Cool. All right. Ooh, the rug wow. did not roll well. No. Ooh. Okay, so that's everyone. Wow, everyone's really good at that. Joser, you're because you're restrained, your speed is zero, so you can't move. And uh, attack rolls against you have advantage, and the creatures' attack rolls have disadvantage. So if you try to if you try to hit something, you're at disadvantage, and you also have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Um, okay. So things aren't good. You're you're also blinded, so you automatically fail ability checks that rely on sight. Attack rolls against you have advantage, but that cancels out anyway, and so that's basically the same thing from the other one. Cool. So do I uh, would like a disengage roll? Would that get me out of this? Is there a way to kind of escape a, a smothering? Well, there, there is. Sorry, yes, there is. Uh, you can just do. Uh, it'll be like a grapple check, basically. And you'll okay. roll against the rug DC to see if you can escape. Okay. Cool. So, uh, Zenray, you've sorted out your imp. What would you like to do? Yep. Um, so, so I, I go to blast the rug. Is this going to damage Hugo? You can roll a arcana check to try and figure that out. Okay. The answer's going to be yes, 100%. Okay, with a natural one, roll a d20 for me again to see how bad the natural one is. Oh, shit. Um, just that. Okay, with a three. Um, you feel a rush of anxiety and nervousness sort of wash over you. And during this moment, you suddenly realize that you've become a little attached to Chozer and his sort of like ribbings, and you vomit onto the ground in fear and stress. Uh. <laughs> it looks kind of gross um, but in terms of whether you understand the situation you have no idea whether you would hurt Joza or not okay um, 
given the events of uh, the last 24 hours, um, I feel that discretion might be the better part of valor. Here. Um, uh, and I'm going to shoot it with my uh, crossbow. Okay. <laughs> Definitely going to hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, choose something more piercing. Yeah. <laughs> Also roll an attack. Okay, with a thirteen, you hit, doing three oh, pier- doing three piercing damage to the rug and three piercing damage to Joza. Okay, guys, I've worked it out. <laughs> <laughs> As you see, the, you hear the crossbow bolt go like thunk, and then make a squishy noise on the other side of the rug. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I love the trail of. Uh, okay, would you like to do anything else with your turn? And would Joza like to make more noise? That's three piercing damage to Joza. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, know. I, I, I just shouted fuck, a muffled fuck, as I was uh, shot with a crossbow. Nice. Okay, so that is Zenarai's turn. As in, do you conclude your turn? Do you move yeah, anywhere? Yeah, that's, that's okay. I, I, I kind of step awkwardly around the vomit pile. And move slightly this way. Okay, cool. Uh, Joza, it is now your turn, and you feel <coughs> your air, the lungful of air that you currently have, is sort of being depleted slightly by your wails and muffled noises. Um, you can attempt to escape, uh, or and you have, you can do attacks, I think, but they're at a disadvantage, so you're in a tricky spot. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I've got to go for. Uh, uh, a grapple check to um oh well actually how about this so i've got uh i've got two short swords mm-hmm. um i could and i've got two attacks obviously with my um just double attack thing uh what i want to do is try and uh cut myself free so stab it and and slice it and try okay. and like be able to wiggle out the middle if there's a big enough gap okay nice. Um, all right, so you're going to roll with disadvantage. So roll twice and take the lower one. Yeah. Uh, but I can do that twice, right? Because I've got two attacks. That is accurate. Okay. Um, so. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, I didn't read this description correctly. At the start of each of your turns, you take damage. So that's going to be, oh, goodness me. As this thing is like constricting you. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, totally kidding me. Uh, uh, this is this is looking rough. That's ten bludgeoning damage. Ouch! As it's sort of like crushing your bones, presumably. Okay, now you can do whatever it is you wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. Let me just do that then. Uh, ten damage. Not looking alright. Looking alright. It's all good. Um, so what I had to do. You were going to roll your attacks, right? With your sword. Yeah. I'm going to do, uh, first up though, I'm going to do, um, uh, Hunter's Mark. Okay. Which I think is a bonus action. It is. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to cast that on obviously this, uh, floor tree. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to do a little thing to remind me of, uh, the fact that it's Hunter's Marked. Do a little red dot there. Actually, no, that's not very recognizable. I'm going to do a blue dot. All right, there you go. Um, which means deal a spell as you do uh, Basically, when I hit, it deals more damage. Yeah, you get to roll like an extra d6 at the end of your attack, I think. Yeah. 
uh, right, so attack. So short sword. So this is first attack, so we'll take the lowest of these two. That's correct. Okay, so 15 does 7 piercing damage. Oh, wow. Um, so you see a big gash open up in the floorpus tree, but it's not quite big enough to wriggle out of yet, but it's about half your size. So if you keep working on it, you get the sense that that would help. Okay, um, not enough to let into the air though for me to start breathing, presumably. Uh, not quite, it's kind of like, uh, <coughs> yeah, it's a it's a tricky situation. All right, uh, oh well, I get to roll a, a an extra d6, right, because of the... Uh, you do, you do, but also like you don't, like breathing takes quite a while, uh, so basically uh, it's like your constitution modifier in minutes, I think is how much air you have. Okay, uh, so another three for the hunter's mark. Nice, this thing's starting to look a bit frayed around the edges. Uh, right, so second attack. Keep. Keep. Okay. Oh, yeah, sick. Um, um, right, and another hunter's mark. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Damn straight. Okay, so you managed to create a hole big enough to wiggle out of, so you are now, like, es escaped. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm now like, <clears throat> yay! Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna stick my head out and say, "Who fucking shot me?" <laughs> <laughs> As I then like tumble out with a crossbow bolt still sticking out of my thigh. Nice. Um, I think you can use your movement then, now if you want to. Okay, I'm gonna do some sweet combat rolls, but like quite sloppily with a bolt in my leg, and nice. kind of try and I don't know. <clears throat> Roll back to about here, I'd say. Actually, no, I'll, I'll roll towards uh, Mandem to about here. Okay. Uh, and start panting heavily because that was pretty stressful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's, and that's the end of my turn. Cool. Next up is Abe to react. Well done. Um, all right. So I'm going to use one of my bonus spells and cast uh, an Snaring Strike. No, sorry, Searing Smite. Okay. Go for it. That one. Has it appeared? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but you've, uh, yeah, you've got to roll first. Oh, okay. It's, oh, so it's the other way around. I never remember. And let's go with that. Okay. Nice. So you're walking up to it and going to hit it with your axe, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that definitely, why is there two different fire measurements? That's strange. I don't know why. Why would you roll twice? Is it two d6 or do we just, maybe it's like... Uh, let me just check what it says. Searing fight. Uh, your weapon flares with white hot intensity and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage. And hmm. I'll just copy and paste this. Okay. If you click on the name, I think it shows it in... Let's take the... Uh, I think... Display oh. in BTT. Uh, I think I think it's because it needs to make a constitution save. Okay, cool. Uh, so it rolls a seven. Okay. So it fails, and then I'll say nice. that therefore it takes like the regular amount as opposed to the. I think it must be rolling with advantage, but one d six fire damage. Oh, on a failed d, it takes on a successful. And the target causes an ignited flame to the start of each of its... Oh, well, did you cast a second level? 
Was that a no. second level as well? No, no, I pressed the one at the first level because it's my bonus one. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's just really weird why there's two bars. Um, I have no idea, but I did press just the one that I have in my Okay, head. well, I'll just take the first one. Even I, I know it's annoying because it's the lower one, but I don't understand what the second one is. So this thing is looking on death's door. So it looks very frayed. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? It's super on fire now as well, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think there's anything I can do. Yeah, it is indeed on fire. Uh, as it smolders with a stench of like burning wool. Next up is Monty's turn. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to guiding bolt it. Go for it. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay. Ooh, right. roll, roll a d20 for me to see how bad the guiding bolt is. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so a three. Oh, good. You, you similarly to uh, Zenorai start to realize that your friends being in danger is actually something that is bothering you much more than you thought it would. You've kind of grown close to them over the time of being this adventuring party together. And the idea of losing them causes you to join Zenerai in vomiting a small puddle onto the ground. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. so, so looks at that and then looks at the other vomit pile near Zenerai, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have that poison wine? It's probably that. Classic poison yeah. wine situation. No, it was just Abe that got the special venom wine. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, is that the end of your turn, Monty? Um, I believe so. I was helpful. Yeah. Cool. Um, then it is the rug's turn. So the rug is going to try to hit uh, Abe with a smother. But with an 11, I think it fails to do so. Yeah. As it sort of like vainly flaps at you with its tassels. <clears throat> and then you see the armored figure on the throne stands up and starts running towards you. Good. Uh, In an ominous manner. Excellent. Uh, I know I've already done that bit. Uh, one second. As you hear the like, chink, 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 chink. Okay, cool. Oh, wow, that worked out really well in terms of the, uh, <laughs> in terms of the order. Okay, so that makes it this thing. So this thing is going to run up to Abe and stand with the rug seemingly allied with it. And it is going to hit you with its long sword. Okay. Oh, wow, natural Ooh, 20. Oh, shit. Okay, so this, this number... One, 20. This number is going to be doubled. Kelton. So... Um, oh, so okay so it's going to be six plus four so ten slashing damage okay slashes you with this big long sword and then it's going to try to hit you again and it misses unfortunately with a nine as it slashes over your now crouched body as you resume probably a fighting stance and it's just going to stand there next up is Zenorai's turn i'm going to try and finish off the rug with um with the the crowd favorite <laughs> oh wow nice okay so you fire Sweet. an enormous eldritch blast at the rug is there uh, any way you want it to meet its doom um i want to blast all four of its tassels off and they'll fly <laughs> in different directions <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Joseph's going to catch one. <laughs> uh, make a make a dexterity check, Joseph. All right. All right. Uh, nice. Oh, that's yeah, acrobatics. Yeah. It needs to be dexterity. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, where is that? Here. Okay. Nice. Okay. With that's a nice. mid back. I do like a perfect <laughs> cartwheel. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then when I land, I do like a thing and then catch it. Put you it in snatch it out of the air like the three-point palm exploding heart technique from Kill Bill, yeah. and nice. you're holding a charred, smoldering tassel as the rest of them go <laughs> against the wall. Is there anything I, um, else you, I, you want to do? I want to blur a kiss at Jozo and then point at the vomit pile. <laughs> <laughs> you're confused. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, is that the end of your turns, NRA? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> cool. Next up is Joe's turn. You're holding a charred, smoldering tassel. Yeah, I'm going to take a few of the kind of threads and you tie it around my belt as like a nice little kind of memento, a souvenir like a of the, <laughs> okay, the great yeah. battle that we fought. You've got that. Um, and then, so I'm going to automatically transfer the Hunter's Mark to the uh, Helmed Horror because mm -hmm. uh, the, the rug's dead now. Yeah. Global Street. Mm -hmm. Um and then I would like to uh, try and put uh, an arrow in his face. Go for it. Roll it up. Um, yeah. It's a short bow. Okay. 17? With a 17, let me do a quick check. Ooh, you watch as the arrow goes clink off of its very heavy plate mail. Hmm. Um, oh, I, I will... Oh, oh no. Dave's too close to do a pounce attack. Okay, um, I'll kind of go, uh, shit, um, and try again. Okay, go for it. Nineteen. Nineteen again bounces off of the armor and goes flinging almost into Abe's head. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Joseph looks uh, exasperated and shouts to everyone, uh, I might not be much use with this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is Abe, if that's the end of your turn. Yeah. Okay, Abe, you've just seen some arrows come ricocheting off of this plate mail and nearly hit you in the face. Excellent. Uh, well, I am going to do the same thing I did last time. So do I cast Serious Smite before or after? Um, you do it after, I think, as with most smites, you get to like choose whether you hit, uh, sorry, if you hit, you choose whether you want to smite or not. Okay. Now let's do that. Okay. With a 14, your great axe makes a big sparking slice into the armor, but it doesn't manage to penetrate the defenses. Okay. So Ooh. can I use the spell now? No, it, it only is really worth it if you successfully hit. It's all about the damage rather than adding to the hit. Right. So then what I am actually going to do is, uh, I think it's, it doesn't count as, as an action if I put my I lay my hands on me. Uh, can you click on, you're talking about lay on hands, right? Can you just click on it and read it or send it to VTT for me? Mm, yep. Yeah. I can't actually press on it because it's one of my character things, but I'm copying and pasting. Okay, sweet. Uh, as an action, yeah. So you do you do have to use okay. an action to so use it. it. Okay, cool. Is that the end of your turn? 
Yeah. Cool. Next up is Monty. You've seen the mighty Abe fail to connect with his mighty axe, and you're a little shaken by that. Yeah, I, I decided we've got to, um, I've got to fall back on support, uh, and I'm going to cast a prayer of healing. Oh, nice. Go for it. Okay, so that means nice. 13 to everybody in 30 feet. Is that how it works? That is how it works. Nice. So 13 healing, everyone. And you can choose how many creatures? Um, I don't know how the little imps and everything are doing, but I'll, I'll heal everyone on our side. Oh, that's fine. I was just curious, like, what the maximum number of creatures is. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, I believe it's up to six. Okay, sweet. Yeah, the little creatures are fine, but if they weren't, it's good to know that you could heal them in future. Yeah, up uh, to six creatures of your choice within range. Okay, yeah, you so. see you see Monty take out a little bit of uh, probably like wood chips or soil from a forest and start sprinkling them around himself as he closes his eyes and mutters a couple of words to himself. And you feel this sunlight glow upon you as you restore 13 hit points. Nice. Um, did, yeah. Sorry, I missed the... Uh... The last bit. Did um did you cast lay on hands? No, it requires an action to do so. Cheers, thanks for healing. Nice. Is there anything else Monty wants to do? Um no, I'm just gonna kind of look around for some form of acknowledgement that I probably don't get. <laughs> keep quiet to myself. I think Joseph said it uh perhaps mm. in character. It's hard to tell. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he did, he did. Um, okay. But so low is my self-esteem that I don't count that. Or, <laughs> yeah, I, I must have been talking to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just an old joke that I was just remembering. Yeah, I, I just don't, don't believe that could be for me. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so this thing is going to take another swing at Abe as it feels the sort of uh, effects of Abe's attacks not doing a whole lot at this point. That's a 20. Does that hit Abe? 20? Yeah. Uh, it's exactly the same as my Ooh. armor class. Okay, so that does hit in those situations. Mm -hmm. Twenty. That's four. So that's going to be six slashing damage. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the Helm Tara is going to move towards... Uh, it's going to move towards Monty and make its second attack against Monty. Does a 17 hit Monty? Yes, it does. Okay, so that means... Uh, sorry, I just got to roll the damage here. Is he he's still within range of Abelardo, so there's no attack of opportunity, right? Uh, yeah, technically it's still within the five-foot range. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but good, good reminder. So you take nine slashing damage, Monty. As this Sweet. huge sword comes cleaving through your soft fur. Shit, I feel like... I feel like we're all going to die here. Okay, that is the end of its turn. It is Zenarai's turn. So, um, can I do some kind of arcana check thing on it to see, um, see if I can understand what's animating this set of armor? Yeah, make an arcana check. Does that count as an action? No, it depends on the check. Sometimes it, those kind of checks count as an action and sometimes they don't. Okay, yeah. so with a five, you're not sure 
what is animating it, or even if it's animated, it might be a person you just can't see inside of, you conclude very little from your examination. Okay, uh, I'm gonna blast it then. Okay, go for it. See if magic actually works on this thing. Okay, with uh, 17, your blast goes wide and nearly takes off Abe's head as he's in the blast, he's in the blast radius of so many ricocheted shots. Sure. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Um, <clears throat> can I run up to here? Uh, oh. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, you can. Cool. Cool. You're on the second step of a throne dais. Do you just stand there? Yeah, I'm going to wait and I'll check it out next turn. Sweet. Next up is Joza. How does Joza deal with this situation? Okay. Um, so I... Realizing that like our arrows aren't really working, I want to try and um, kind of immobilize him in a different way. So I'm going to whip out my, uh, I'm going to try to whip out my hemp and rope, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. and I want to basically using my nimble uh, halfling uh, height and agility, try and like uh, tie his legs up basically. So okay. I'm going to like uh, try and. Uh, That's good leap between his legs and like tie his legs up and shit and try and, and then try and escape his reach without getting hacked to pieces. Okay. Well, I think, uh, I think a halfling can run through an enemy creature of one size larger because you're considered a small creature, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. So that means, yeah, that's a, a very viable thing. You wouldn't attract an attack of opportunity because you're still within range. So it's more like a dexterity check really than, uh, than like muscle it's just about how quickly you can do this so yeah roll okay. me a uh, dexter actually no what, what else would it be yeah dexter give me a dexterity check okay okay with a 13 you do manage to get the rope in a sort of com relatively convincing loop around this thing's legs and its movement appears to be restricted at this stage so it'll be uh, just remember that number, 13, and we'll see how the armored or person in armor deals with it on their turn, okay? Okay, and I want to, um, once I've done that, I want to sort of like, still holding the rope, uh, sort of like tumble a bit further away so I get a bit out of his reach of uh, swiping or something, more like over here. Okay, well, if you, if you walk out of the five-foot reach, he will get to take a swipe at you. Are you okay. comfortable? Uh, no, okay, I won't do that. I'll start okay. to hear them. All right, cool. Oh, so right. you're you're attempting to sort of pull that tightly. All right, so this is going to be really interesting. Okay, Abe's turn. Okay, I am going to first use my bonus spell, which is Shield of Faith. Let me check if that is the one, actually. Yes, which just means that it grants me um, plus two AP. Okay, cool. Um, then I'm going to bring Fox. I'm going yeah. to bring Fox, <laughs> hopefully behind me. Ooh, it's Fox time. Okay. Uh, that is possible. Oh, let me just see if I can grab him. Uh, I think that's <clears> an unoccupied one. space within range. Yeah. Okay. Unusually intelligent, strong, and loyal. <laughs> uh, give me a second here. 
horse he is. Hang on. You could have had a camel or an elk. Yeah. I also can have a mastiff. <laughs> oh. Okay, so behind you, like there? Yeah, that's perfect. Can you ride them? Sweet. Okay, so I think just to, just to remind me of what we did with Fine Steed, I think basically, depending on the thing that you ask Fox to do, Fox is sort of like an independent creature that may or may not like take your suggestion when it happens. And you do like an animal handling check or something. Is that how we did it? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. how we did it. That's how we adapted it because it yeah, was too yes. OP otherwise. Well, it was just me basically, inter what, what's the word, not doing enough research because like steeds like this can go like one of two ways. Like either they, if they have their own initiative and stuff, then they, they're kind of like an independent creature. But if they're a, a mount, just a mount, then they don't really have their own turn. They sort of act on your turn and they don't do as much. So it's all kind of all over the place. So I kind of like this way of dealing with it better. Okay, so is that the end of your turn? Yep. Um, one bonus action, and then the uh, you summon a thing. Okay, cool, awesome. Next up is Monty. Okay, um, I am going to get out a little vial of holy water and um, sprinkle it, spray it across um, Abelardo and Josa, mm -hmm. uh, and I am going to cast Bless. Ooh. Does it look like um, you know, at the end of the F1 and you're like shaking up the champagne bottle and yeah. spraying it? <laughs> yeah, just that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it says up to three creatures. I believe it's two at level two, which is what I've intended to do. I don't know. Uh, you can target one additional for each slot above. No, it can be oh, up. To, it can be up to three uh, creatures just at the regular level that you cast it at. So you don't need to oh, cast it. Okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm actually going to uh, cast it at level one in that case. Cool. Um, so give yourself back a second level slot and just get rid of all the first, first level um, slot. So basically, um, Abelardo and Josa get an extra D4 on attack and saving rolls. Nice. Attack rolls or saving throws. That's really and you, right? good. You might as well target yourself with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if it's up to three. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. Sweet. So is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, I'm not going to move, so no, I'm good. Okay, cool. Next up is the Helmed Horror. So it is going to try to, like, break its way out of this rope that is now it is now bound up with. So it's going to try and do a strength check, and it's got to beat, uh, it's got to beat uh, 13, which is the level of dexterousness with which Joseph put it together. So if it doesn't uh, beat 13, then I'll say it has to attack with, mm, I suppose it depends how much it fails by. I'll decide what happens. Okay. My goal was for it to be tripped up. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, so it all really depends how much it fails by. So it it could theoretically be fall over if it fails poorly. This is, because this is, we're sort of like improvising our own D&D mechanics here. I'm going to try to improvise the way it happens. Okay, cool. So this goes here. Okay, with a natural one, it 100% falls backwards and lands on its clanging metal ass. And I'll say it is going to, yeah, that, that I'll say that like took its action. So, yeah, sick. Nice. It's going to <laughs> try to, yeah, it's going to try to deal with that on the next turn. 
That is Zenorai's turn. Uh, well, I guess I've got a blast in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So with a 17, your bolt again sort of just manages to miss this creature. And also because you're using a ranged ranged attack on a prone creature, it would be with disadvantage. So, I mean, it doesn't matter because no. you, you missed, but basically a prone creature is hard to hit, harder to hit with a ranged oh. attack. So oh, I thought it would be easier. No, no, it's easier, it's easier to hit a prone creature with a melee attack, like up close, because they're literally on the ground and you can hit them with sticks. But it's like, if you see a sniper in the hills and he's lying down prone, he's harder to hit. Yes, okay, okay. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Shucks. Um, yeah, I, I want to have a look at the throne to see if there's any like, levers or switches or things that might be okay. related to this guy. Make an investigation check. Ooh, okay. With a 16, you don't notice any levers, but you do notice that this thing is made out of wood. It looks like it's been somewhat hastily painted in like yellow paint and it doesn't have much in the way of luxuries when you get really up close to it. So you are a little confused as to why they've gone to the trouble of making this grand dais if the throne is not that fancy on top of it. Hmm. Okay. Um, can I ask my imp if he knows anything about this armored guy in the room? Um, I'll say you've done a couple of things. You can do that on your next turn. Cool. Okay. All right. Next up is Joza. Um, so yeah, uh, filled with uh, confidence by how well that rope trick worked, he's going to joy short swords and just say, "Time to go to work," and just <laughs> wants to start to try to stab him in the head uh, through like some ice bits or something. Um, through some what? Oh, through the isolates. Okay. Yeah. So what weapon are you attacking with? Is it just regular short uh, swords? Short, short swords, yeah. Okay, cool. Go for it. Roll with advantage because he's prone on the ground. Yeah, and I've got to add a D4 to my uh, attack roll. Yeah, with which bless. I'll do with bless. So Very, let's do that. All kinds of high rolling. <laughs> 26, sweet. Um, nice. And let me roll a D4. Uh, the D4 is just to see if you hit. Uh, okay. With the 26, yeah, you, you hit. And you do damage him through the slit or in the gap in the armor, but it doesn't do as much damage as you would expect it to based on your based on your knowledge of um, how this works. Okay. Uh, yeah, add a three to my Hunter's okay. what Mark. Kind of, what kind yeah. of damage is Hunter's Mark? Uh... That's a good question. Um, if you just click on your spell, it'll like give you a detailed breakdown. You it you just deal an extra damage of whatever the damage was, I think. So I sit three more piercing. Okay, cool. So that is affected by this same sort of thing where you are unsure of why it's doing a different amount of damage than you usually would. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, yeah, uh, I will kind of frustrated at how little damage that did again. Uh, not learn my lesson and try again. Okay, go for it. Be like, ah! Ooh, yeah. With a 27, you definitely hit. And you can roll your Hunter's Mark now if you want. Okay. Ah, I'll get to re-roll re once. I get to re -roll oh, once. You get to re-roll once on your D20, but if it's an attack thing, you don't get to re-roll oh, right, okay. as a halfling. Sorry. 
Um, so that means, so this thing is still taking damage from these strikes with the blade, but you would know from your experience slashing up orcs and goblins that it should be doing more than it is. Okay, um, so I will, I will say that to the group. I'll say uh, physical weapons aren't working, or at least piercing, um, and, uh, and that's the end of my turn. Cool. Still Abe. standing up. Yeah, Abe's turn. I'm going to give Breath Weapon uh, a chance. So it's a constitutional save of 13. Did that appear there? Okay, so yeah. uh, that, that determines whether the creature takes half damage or full damage. Is that what the constitution save is for? I'm pretty sure it is, but I'm just going to display it. Okay, determines when you... Yeah, half, half on a success. Okay, sweet. Um, and you've already rolled it, which is 3d6. Wow. Um, okay, so this thing is going to make a save. It succeeds, so it's going to take half. And also, Joza needs to make a roll. Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry, a constitution oh, save. <laughs> sorry. <Good>. Guys. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm pretty sure it's like a 15-foot cone, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you get to add your bless to it, so that helps. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, oh wow, that's not that's not yeah. good. That's not going to cut it. So you right. take five cold damage, Josa, and I've just got to do a quick check here. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'll heal you afterwards. So good, so good. Okay, all right. So this thing uh, does take regular damage from that attack. Uh, Abe, you notice it affect aside from saving, uh, he seems to take the damage that you would expect. Okay. As the armor looks like it's condensing slightly, like the outside of a cold lemonade. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? Um, I can't make uh, Fox do anything because that would be an action, right? Um, well, no, we remember we, we decided that uh, because... Because Fox is a... Oh, yeah, sorry. I've got to add Fox to this thing. Um, because Fox is going to be handled like an independent entity, entity yeah. you, they don't get to go on your turn, but they do get to go on their own turn. Okay, uh, back again. Then I am... Um, cool. I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, that means that uh, the Warhorse should have gone before, so I'll just say they go now. What, what, do, you, what do you ask them to do? I'm going to ask him to use his um, trampling thing. Okay, cool. Desires. Okay, cool. Um, you can, because the situation is pretty easy for the warhorse to deal with, you can roll an animal handling check with advantage, so you get to roll twice. This horse knows his way around a helmed yeah. horror. Uh, yeah, go one more time, Abe. Yeah, and... I, it just showed me here, which is 15. Okay, but cool. I don't know why it didn't do it automatically here, but it was 15. It did it on the page. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you successfully see that Fox sort of tosses his head with the what you can only describe as horse cockiness. And uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. He sort of takes a, like... <laughs> takes a noticeable run-up and runs 20 feet straight at this helmed creature. 
And therefore, <laughs> it is going to attack with advantage. So it's going to do its hooves twice. Ooh, unlucky. Even even with this huge warhorse running and trying to trample, it just sort of hits a particularly thick part of the helmet and just can't seem to penetrate it. But uh, Fox, oh, wow. is, Fox is very much in the fight now. Uh, next up is Monty's turn. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, oh, remember, because weapon. that's what? a ranged attack, right? So you Wait, would... I don't know why it says spiritual weapon there. I That wasn't <laughs> what I pressed. That's okay. Sorry. Either way, because, because Guiding Bolt is a ranged attack, you'd be at disadvantage yeah. if you chose to do it from there. So you probably want to move a little bit away. Will, oh, oh um, is he not doing attacks of opportunity because he's restrained? Yeah, I'll say because of this situation, it'll be pretty hard for him to do an attack of opportunity. Okay, sweet. I'm well, going to still at disadvantage, wouldn't you? Because I thought all range attacks are disadvantage against a prone person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. Good point. It's not to do with the melee range, it's to do with him being. Well, yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of both, but yes, it wouldn't make a difference in this situation. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stay where I am and just give it a shot in that case. Okay, go for it. Um, let's go for it. So, so twice. Okay. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. Ooh. Basically, with a natural oh, wow. one, roll a d20 for me. <laughs> can, I, can I add my bless to that? Yeah, why not? Let's, <laughs> let's that do one. it. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, no, you can't add the bless to a natural one. Boo. But I can't say so I'm rolling a d20 and I can bless that. Yeah, it'll be fine. Oh, we'll just see what happens. This door is getting in the way. Uh, so that oh, wow. oh, lovely. Okay, seven. so you go to seven. All right. So basically, you uh, have to contort your body in such a weird way to aim a ranged attack at such close range. And you manage to like accidentally spill some of your gold from your money pouch and two of your gold pieces spill onto the ground going tink, tink, tink. No! <laughs> awesome. is, that, is, that the, is that the end of your turn? <laughs> okay, cool. This thing is going to try to escape from these ropes. So it's a 13 that it has to beat. Ooh, okay. So basically with its strength, it manages to snap the ropes and free itself. Um, yeah, so now it's going to use half of its movement to stand up and I'll say, uh, oh no, that was the warhorse's strength. Technically I have to roll this again. Okay. So go 15. Okay. He still manages to escape and he uses half of his movement to stand up and he is going to use the rest of his movement to hover 15 feet in the air. What? As he just like leaps off the ground, which means that you all get an attack of opportunity. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. Does that include also oh. uh, the horse or just us? No, it does. It does include the horse. Okay. Uh, okay. That would be great. It's a basic attack, isn't it? An attack of opportunity? Yeah. Just whatever your basic melee Maybe attack would be. Yeah. With. With that one. Okay, so with 10, you see Fox slams into the creature with 
his hooves, but the hooves don't do as much as they should. The short sword attack from Joza unfortunately misses as do, oh, I keep, oh no, no, I'm still good. Uh, the attack from Abe also misses, unfortunately. And I think someone else, is that everyone? Uh, Abe, remember you've got, um, Abe, you get to add uh, your bless. So I might oh, tip yeah. over. Yeah, add your bless. Can we use our bless then? Yeah, yeah, it's good for a, it's good for a, a minute, which I believe is like 12 turns or something. Uh, no, it'd be 10 right. turns. 10 turns, yeah. What is it that I need to... Add a d4. Just roll a d4, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Nice. I haven't okay. done one. So um, you... I haven't done one yet. Okay. Oh, sorry. You do sorry. manage to hit Abe, and you notice that the creature yeah. takes damage from your... What kind of great axe are you using? Uh, is it just a regular one, Abe? Regular, yeah, it's a regular oh. great axe. Okay, cool. So the, the armored figure takes damage from your axe, but not the amount that you feel that he should. And the whole bird of is that the whole bird of feathers, Monty? It is the whole bird of feathers. Okay. 16. Unfortunately, 18. no, that would be eighteen. And uh, unfortunately, that one doesn't connect either, as this thing hovers fifteen feet above you. So that is going to be the warhorse's turn because I forgot to do it last time. And the warhorse is going to just sort of like I don't know, stand there and then think. Actually. Roll a, roll a d20, Abe, because this, I mean, the horse doesn't have many ways to hit a creature 15 feet above it. So roll a d20 to see how clever. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Fox sort of like goes up on his hind legs like a Ferrari symbol and tries to like hoof him. But uh, Fox isn't quite tall enough or isn't able to jump in that direction. Next up is Zenerai's turn. Okay, um, so I'm going to convene with um, Gahat Malachis um, and see what he knows about this type of enemy, see if we're missing something. Okay, so what sort of question do you, you just tell me what you say to him. Uh, Gahat Malachis, what is this thing? Why can't we hurt it? Okay, so then if you have his stats, roll a intelligence check for the imp. Or can you tell me what his modifier? Oh, nice. With a 17, the imp thinks to itself for a sec and says, Hmm, uh, it's, uh, it's not a person. It's a suit of armor. I think, I mean, it's very hard to hurt metal. Uh, <laughs> how, how, how would you break your sword? I, I don't know. And that's the end of his response. Hmm. Uh... So say, hey guys, it's it's a suit of armor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, is that the end of your turns in a row? Uh, no. Um, can I try and blast him? Go for it. Yeah, right. You fucker. Ooh. Boom. Okay. With a twenty-six, you connect squarely. However, the blast of Eldritch energy just ripples around the armor and has no effect. Ah oh, shit! Ah, uh, 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 no, it's easier, guys. <laughs> make a make an arcana check, Zenray. Okay. So Frost was the only one that had damaged him, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, with a uh, with a seven, you're not sure why, but you get the sense that the imp has probably seen one of these before. You you're not sure what else to conclude. Really, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, I I sit down on the throne. 
<laughs> nice. You feel regal despite feeling violently ineffective. Yes, yes. Continue, my, my minions. Next up is Joza. Um, yeah, I mean, so seeing that, what looked like, you know, um, I know I'm not magic, but I can tell that he was not um, not disturbed by that Eldritch bath. Uh, I'm going to do a perception check, see if I can see anything else in this room that, um, you know, maybe is um, controlling this thing or that I can use to influence it somehow. Okay, you'll okay, make a perception uh, check. So. Okay. With a 15, you notice and you remember that the coals, the hot coals in the brazier had an impact on the rug, and it also seems to be the only other things in this room that are movable. Okie dokie. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, in that case, for my action, I kind of, that thought pops into my head. Um, and I will uh, combat roll over to, I guess, this brazier. Cool. Yeah, you're next uh, to the brazier. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, how can I do this without hurting myself? Um, fuck it. I'm just going to like pick up a hot car and throw it at it. <laughs> okay. With your, with your bare hands. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. Make a, make a, what would this be? Make a dexterity check for me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Can I, um, uh, can I use absorb elements as well? If I take fire damage. Yeah, definitely. Sweet. Um, okay, yeah. With the 15, you managed to pick up the uh, uh, the coal quickly enough that you don't get seriously burned and manage to huck it at the uh, armor. Now roll a d6 to see what damage it does. All right. Uh, Nice, okay. You see this thing takes the full impact of the flames sort of gently turning one of his armored panels of red hot and the coal, the coal seems to like stick to the armor more than it should in that it should just bounce off but it seems to be like sticking to him. Uh, did you guys see that? Maybe the coals or something? Uh, <laughs> and then that's it. Okay, sweet. Um, awesome. That is Abe's turn. What would Abe like to do? I am going to use, again, my bonus action to give myself, um, actually not myself, uh, what's your armor? My armor class, 12. Yeah. Okay, then you. I am going to touch um, Monty. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, with Shield of Faith. Um, that's something that you can cast uh, again. Yeah, it's a bonus. Uh, for I, as far as I understand, I can actually cast yeah, it again. Because you've got more okay. first level spell slots, so sh that should be fine. Yeah. Cool. So you've got a plus two bonus. What does the Shield of Faith look like as it appears on Monty's uh, exterior? It's just like a bubble. He's a okay. very bubble. Okay, so I've got You're two more bubble. Is that what it does? That's correct, yeah. yeah. 
And then I am going to use the uh, Warhammer and try and hit this man. Well, he is 15 feet off the ground, so you would need to like jump up and hit him or throw something. So if you wanted to try to jump, you can make an athletics check. Or you okay, can... let's do an athletics check then. Okay, um... go for it. Sick leap. Okay, yeah, I'll say with a 14 and the sort of like rage coursing through you, you managed to jump up. Now do an attack with your axe thing. Yeah, uh, I'm using the Warhammer this time. Okay, go for it. What, what, is there anything special about the Warhammer? Nope, it's just okay. a regular so Warhammer. With a 20, you definitely connect with this thing's like uh, upper thigh, managing to do uh, damage to it, but just, again, it seems to be taking less than normal, but still something from this attack. And you can see the uh, the metal panel start to dent and show the wear of these attacks. Is there anything you want to do with your turn? Nope, I'm just happy that it actually connected. So I'm just going to do like a ridiculous happy dance and be done with my turn. Nice, Monty, you see Abe do a jig. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, I mean, that makes me think, well, surely, surely now this guiding bolt's gonna work. Uh, I, well, question, as he's now flying, I'm guessing their ranged is not at a disadvantage. That is or, correct. That is very yes. correct. Okay. I'm going to give it a shot. The Fire and ice, but what about light? That's my question. Um, okay, I'm going to pass by the boat. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. And we're D4 bad boy. That is a very convincing strike, as all of the frustration from the previous misses is channeled into this one strike. You hold out your hand and like an enormous like Eldridge Blast style basketball of energy just connects with this guy and he takes uh, the full damage from this attack. And that means the next, pers the next person has advantage on their attack. Sick. Nice. He's, he's sort of bathed in this burning white light. I applaud politely from my throne. <laughs> cool. Uh, next up is the creature who is going to uh, land uh, on this side of Monty, and good uh, at the at the beginning of his turn, roll a d six, um, Josa, as the burning hot coal continues to sort of stick to his armor. Oh, wow, six, nice. You notice that the spot around where the coal stuck seems to be going like a black color. Cool, and he is gonna take a strike at Monty. Does a 16 hit Monty? It does. <laughs> okay. No, it doesn't. So, it doesn't. Oh, because oh, you're- Sorry. Oh, no, it's, it's plus two no, even what? still. I thought, you were, I thought you'd done, you'd done it twice, you got plus four. Wasn't that point? No, the first person, the, the first shield of faith was cast on her, on Abe. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I was only on twelve, so that's only on fourteen. Um, okay, cool. So this means you take twelve slashing damage. Holy moly! Good stuff. And then he is going to try to attack you again with a thirteen, oh. which I think misses, right? Yes, that misses. Yes. So this time, the long sword okay. sort of hits the edge of the bubble and goes. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Good bubble. Good stuff. Nice. Uh, and that is the end of this creature's turn. It is going to be the warhorse's turn. So make a 
Yeah, I'd say the situation is still pretty good. Make a animal handling check with, with advantage, please, Abe. Mm -hmm. So that's one and two. Did both of them go through? Because it's some, no, just, one, just one. Just the first one. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. With a natural 20, you see Abe go five, ten. Sorry, you see the Warhouse take, uh, again, a run-up feeling confident <laughs> and attempts to slam into this creature again. And I'm just going to roll. Does he get an advantage uh, from what does he get? Why would he get advantage, sorry? What? Oh, yes, because of the guiding bolt. This fucking massive run-up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something happened. No, the, yeah, the guiding bolt means yeah. the attack that lands on him, right? Is, um, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so, oh my goodness. Yeah. Sorry, no. what, what, what were you going to say, Zara? Uh, I was going to say, before he, um, as he took his backs up for his run-up, I was going to cast Mochan to slap him on the ass. <laughs> yeah. I, can say, I can say you did that, and he ran particularly compellingly. Um, yeah. I'm going Okay, cool. So now we're going to do damage for this. Holy moly. But first, uh, the target must succeed. And uh, we'll be knocked prone. The horse can make an... Ooh, this is going to be interesting. All right, so first, we're going to do the damage, which is 2d6 plus 4. Okay, so 13. So, okay. So firstly... I think that's us. You see the, the hooves sort of like start to impact this creature in the chest and then we're going to see if the creature takes uh, a saving throw or not oh he just manages to succeed so he's he stays up as this enormous horse's front hooves are just resting on his chest and he pushes the horse off with immense strength uh next up is zenray that wasn't was for that attack it wasn't enough for what, sorry? His horse cockiness. Yeah. Strong enough. Exactly. <laughs> His hubris. Uh, uh, okay. Um, question. Thaumaturgy, yeah. Um, can I use that to affect the coal that's burning on his chest? What would you want to affect it in what manner? Because uh, you cause flames to flicker bright and dim or change colour. I mean, not really. This this kind of this kind of spell doesn't really change the the damage of things. It just changes their appearance and their sort of those kind of effects. There is actually a specific spell that does what you're describing, called like control flames. That I think uh, okay. is is like a cantrip. It's like another low level spell. It's just not this one. Got it. Okay. Um, so can I, in that case, do mage hand? Mm-hmm. Um, and use it to um, hawk some coals of a set of armor. Let me see. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, make a dexterity check. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you, you manage to pick up a coal, but you choose a brazier that is, like, right next to you instead of one that's, like, right next to the creature. And so, the throw manages to land well short, like right here, and it just looks a little bit sad. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, I, I I lounge back into my throne and feign indifference. <laughs> okay, make a, per, a performance or deception check. I want to see how good this indifference is. Oh, wow. Yeah, the rest of you, the rest of you are surprised to notice that Zenerai looks genuinely... Uh, 
disinterested in the affairs of this. Was it disinterest? Yeah. yeah. Genuinely disinterested. Next up is Joza. Uh, right. So I want to um, seeing the uh, great effect of the coals and the flame is having. Uh, my what I'd like to do is jam uh, my short swords into the brazier. Nice. Get some kind of sweet, like burning flaminess going on them, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, stick that into the uh, the melted armor plate of the helm tower. Okay, go for nice. it. Roll uh, an attack, or you just yeah, roll an attack. Yeah. Oof. Ah. Uh, unfortunately, your the heat radiating off of the blades that you just heated up causes you to like. Uh, be a little reluctant with your grip as it starts like hurting your hands and you miss the first strike. Do you get to attack again? I do. Oh, you can also add your D4, but it wouldn't have helped. No. Um, well, also, uh, is it, it's 10 turns total, right? Uh, for what? A bless. A bless. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I reckon we've probably done 10 turns. Since the beginning of bless? I don't think so. <clears throat> I think like four or like, five probably. Yeah, it's about five or so. Ten, but ten turns of like, is it my? I'm one turn. Abelard is. Oh no 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 no! Ten rounds. Oh, okay. So every single okay. person has to do something in a round. Mm, cool. Okay. Yeah, sure. In that case, there's loads. Yeah, Towards unfortunately, eight. unfortunately, the the heating the blade method has has caused you to get heated up more than the uh, more than the creature, and you just sort of go ow ow oh this is really hurting. Um, I'm gonna uh, drop my swords because they're so hot. Okay, cool. Um, is that the end of your turn? Shit. Um, yes, that's the end of my turn. Cool. Next up is Abe. You've seen Joza drop his swords and go, "Ow, that's hot." Okay, I'm going to try to attack with my warhammer. Yeah. Nice. And oh, I yeah. am going to. Do I need to use the D four now, or doesn't that? It might um, make a difference. No, okay. you've uh, you've hit. You just managed to to hit. Okay, um, so I'm going to use uh, my bonus spell, uh, searing smite. Oh, perfect! It's the last slot I have for first, like for bonus one. Go for it. A bit of hit. So did that uh, approve that? Searing smite. Okay. So the the DC uh, fire damage. I'm going to put it on the thing so that you can mm. see it. Uh, I think. There it is. Uh, fire damage. Okay. So what's the, the consti- what's the constitution save for? It doesn't. It appears to be 13, isn't it? Uh, I think it's 13. Uh, let me check that. On a failed save, it takes the fire damage. On a successful save, yeah, the spell it's 13, ends. 13 constitution. Oh, that, that is a. That's if it's on fire. That's for every turn. I oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so that's not a beautiful until the spell ends. Okay, so he doesn't need to make a saving throw until the next turn. At the moment, he's just on fire and takes the uh, five fire damage. And he does take the whole fire damage. As you notice, the flames start to like lick up the sides of the armor very convincingly. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, no, that's okay. Just like, right. thoughts behave, but that's fine. <laughs> and I will say that the Warhammer makes a big gong sound as it hits the armor and the flames just burst out of it. Cool. <laughs> Next up is Monty's turn. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Ooh. Okay, so Ka-cha! needs to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Is that the idea? 
Yes, he needs to take some save for or take 2d8. Okay. Ooh, with a 19, he manages to evade convincingly. Um, and this is the one where just nothing happens, right? Yeah, nothing happens in that okay. case. This um, enormous... He's down... Yeah, go on. Sorry, go. I was going to say, he's down on the ground, isn't he, as well? Uh, no, he, he's standing, remember? He's sta- yeah, yeah, he's on he the ground. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. So he's, not meant. Flying. he's not flying anymore. Yes, no, that's no, what he's I meant. not sorry. flying. Okay. Uh, cool. that's, yeah, that's all then. Okay. This creature is going to see the damage that Abe is causing and going to lash out at Abe with violence. An 11 misses and a 14 also misses. So this creature is getting frustrated and it looks to be on death's door. Like it's all kind of burnt up. <clears throat> and at the beginning of its turn, roll a D6 to see how much the cold does. Do I have to roll a D6 Oh, then? no. Sorry. Just to, did you throw a coal, Abe? Uh, oh, Jarosa yeah. Did. Sorry. It, did. Yeah, so oh, yeah. let's do the coal first, okay. and then I'll, I'll do the other thing afterwards. So, okay. D6. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, hold on. Coal is the MVP of this fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, five. Okay, so this thing, the flames look to be almost taken <coughs> over. So now he needs to make a constitution saving throw or take damage from the fire. Is that how it works? Yep. On a successful save, the spell ends. Okay. So the yeah, fire yeah. manages to get stamped out as he sort of pats himself down. Put out the flames or have some other effect. Okay, cool. So he pats out the yeah. flames and that's the end of his turn. Next up is the war horse's turn. So yeah, give me another animal handling check with advantage, Abe. Yeah. With advantage? Oh, with advantage, sorry. Yeah, basically oh. the way I'm going to handle it is if this, as the situation gets worse, for Fox, the check, the animal handling check becomes harder. But at the moment, yeah. Fox hasn't been hit. He's got freedom of movement. You know, he's he's feeling great. Okay. Spoiled. Yeah. Like so, with an eighteen, Fox leaps into action and tries to hoof him real good. But unfortunately, hoof him real good. <laughs> unfortunately, the the hooves <laughs> manages to <laughs> scrape off the sides of the armored form and cause sparks to shower everywhere. And this is Zenerai's turn. And as uh, as Abe says, good effort, you see the warhorse fox turn to Abe and just sort of toss its head less cockily than before. And wink. Licks his lips seductively. Okay, I get bored of feigning indifference and... <laughs> Say, oh, no, no, guys, it was, it was, it was different all along. And I run up here and I go for my mage hand trick on a on on this brazier again. Okay, go for it. Make a dexterity check, or actually, this is, this is kind of arcana because okay. it's not really your physical dexterity; it's your ability to control mm. magic. So, give me an arcana check. Okay. With 13, you just managed to throw the coal. Like, in fact, because it's only five feet away, your arcane hand realizes that it can just place the coal on the armor. <laughs> <laughs> so roll, roll 1d6 for me. Okay. Um... Sweet. Okay. How oh. do you want this thing to be defeated? Oh, sick. Um, so, so the mage hand... Um, goes it's, it looks like it's going to stuff it in the eye slits 
But at the last minute, it veers round the back of his head and it shoves the coal right up his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. And with a gout of flames emitting from its face hole, it just sort of stops moving altogether and struggling as it just sort of starts to melt. Nice. We are out of combat. Well done, guys. That was a tricky one. Yeah, that was a, a one-hour twenty battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but it was so delicious. It was. Uh, uh, that was that was fucking tasty. There's some mechanics going on there. All yeah. kinds of mechanics. Are you can try and grab it. Oh man. Yeah. Can I grab his longsword uh, and yeah. check if there's anything there's of use? Um, Okay, make an investigation. Check. Can I um uh, just just quickly interrupt the um the soundtrack that I'm listening to is um it's like a funeral uh, march is playing now. Extremely <laughs> It's on the side of the ghostly armor. Yeah, oh, your wow. your music does not support your quest. Um, for, the, for the six, you manage to pick up the longsword because it's very clearly right there. It appears a bit charred, but nonetheless, it's a seems to be a regular longsword in good order. Uh, and you don't notice anything else. I mean, it it's empty, the suit of armor. Did <laughs> you, just, you just drop Kronos on the floor? Oh. Nice. What would you guys like to do? Exactly. Did he drop any loot? No, he uh, Abe investigated and only found ah. the long sword he was carrying. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can investigate further, guys. I, I just missed anything else. Well, I mean, should we go back to this this throne thing that I looked at it earlier, um, yeah. and it appeared like it was heftily um, or hastily scrabbled together. Uh, yeah, check it out. Okay, you go over to the throne and you see pointed out to you uh, exactly what um, Zenarai has described, like pretty kind of like, it looks like an imitation throne almost. Mm. Where's the high poncho? Clearly these traps are meant to keep people out. Yeah. It's, uh, why would you build a makeshift throne for such a complicated animated you know uh monster doesn't make sense and i'm gonna stab the throne with my sword okay See what happens. you stab the throne with your sword and it makes a thunk noise of metal impacting wood mm-hmm. um... i feel uh i feel bad for Jozo. um so i cast thaumaturgy and make the coals briefly glow blue you see the coals around you glow blue and you're almost shocked by how much of an impact your sword onto the throne has had. Yeah, wow. Just like, just kind of like, great. You have two short swords, right? Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to use this one. And say, are we, are we pushing on, folks? If so, I might just have to uh, touch myself briefly first if we have no plan <laughs> to uh, have a little rest. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Nice. Look at Joseph. Okay, represent. Sick. 
<laughs> Can we all get ones like that? Yeah. Oh, fucking I mean, sick. Really? Did you guys, are you being sarcastic or are you genuinely that excited? No, no it's really cool. Okay, let's let's do a quick uh, token search. Next up, yeah, we definitely. have what class is Monty? Yeah, um, so cleric. Yeah, it makes it feels like we we're playing like an old school Baldur's Gate with that kind of. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love the excitement. That was so much excitement. <laughs> <laughs> so much genuine excitement as well. Got uh, uh, a name tag. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch myself briefly. If we're gonna push on. Ah, okay. oh, sweet. Yeah. This is gonna oh, be. I'll say nice. Monty. Because that's what happened cool. when I typed it in. Um, oh. I'm just just gonna... imagine something. Yeah, Sorry. I was say just imagine something slightly more pathetic than that. <laughs> um, also, yeah, right. you can. We'll, we'll test this afterwards, but uh, I should be able to uh, uh, do some cool stuff. But we'll see. Uh, so I'm just going to get rid of him. No, didn't didn't get rid of him. Get rid of him. There we go. All right. So who's the next person that wants to do? Let's do Abe. So Abe's what class? Paladin. I am a paladin. Yes. Oh, that looks paladiny. Yes. I think um, the oh, one that yeah. Monty is is like what I'd imagine Abe to be. To be fair, like a shield. Yeah, but amazing. but uh, mm. I think. Uh, she, she's a dragonborn. He's a dragonborn. So, uh, yeah. I mean, this it's really quite tricky. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me see if I can find. Uh, hold on. It's like a dragon monster or something. Because yeah. the, the search field, the search field doesn't respond very well to like specific uh, criteria. It's like very general. Uh, okay. So yeah, let's let's just go with that until I can figure out another way to do it. Um, yeah, so it's kind so, of done by class. Yeah, class place. seems to be what it's responding well to rather than getting more specific. Cool. So now I'm going to open this, get rid of this. So it's a cool thing that should be able to happen once I've done this. All right, so then next up is the sorcerer. Uh, is that right? Is that right? Uh, warlock. Oh, warlock. Thank you. Warlock. Is that with an E at the end? No. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you want to have purple hair and black clothes and that's pretty much it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really odd. It's just standing, standing like stock still. Oh, wow. You, you can say no if you would prefer something a little bit more magic, magic-y. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm down with it. Okay, cool. <laughs> That is pretty funny. Not even really doing anything. It kind of looks like you're at like a chef's station or just something. Like, like just, kind of just standing still. <laughs> Can you, yeah. you change the orientation? Of what? Uh, oh, like that. Cool. Got it. Yeah, you got a little rotate there. Um, awesome. And how long does the steed stay summoned for? Character. There's a little blue a line coming up with Lucifer. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Awesome. Sick. 
Now you guys look all kinds of convincing. <laughs> we are so happily lame. Okay, sweet. Nice. So how long does the steed fox stay, stay summoned for? Uh, he, he stays until his uh, life point hits zero. Oh, sweet. Okay. I'm sorry I clicked okay. that. Mm. What would you guys like to do? You slide convincingly down the banister. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't ask for a check because I feel like Xenorai has probably slid slid down many banisters. <laughs> yeah, <Damn>. sister. <clears throat> you hear the coals gently crackling in the echoing foyer. Okay, let's uh, let, let's barrel on up since there's nothing yeah. else going on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Everyone stop moving their icons so I can copy them to the next map. Excellent. So as you come up the sides of these sort of curved staircases, you see another little bridge cross the expanse <coughs> below you and lead to several more stairs. And then you come into a hemispherical, well, not hemispherical, semicircular room and around the curved edge of the room in front of you are five statues of very grand looking figures, some of which have crowns on their head, some of which have swords underneath their crossed hands. And at the foot of each of those statues is a lit candle. Well, like, a, like a really sick candle. Uh, it <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Sweet skull on the side of it or something. Oh no! <laughs> they just. They just look like regular candles, possibly made from animal fat. Uh, bro, that candle is fucking lit. <laughs> yeah. Lit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, um, shall we inspect the details of these five statues a little more closely? Yeah. Work, out which, work out which fuckers we want to extinguish. I mean, oh, look at these statues. These look nice. Let's take a closer look. Mm. Hmm. Yes, this looks like some magic shit to me. Well, so that's no, my no, yeah. Okay, guys. Sorry, uh, out of context. Everyone else got um, uh, little name tags, or is it just me? Uh, no, I, I put those name I tags there it. so that I could remember which one of you is which. Mm -hmm. I think you see your own. Yeah, I, I see my own. Yeah. Um, right. uh, given that I, I always smash the arcana rolls, I would like to make an arcana check. Nice. Go for it. And tell me what you're trying to determine. Um, um, so I'm trying to determine um, what relationship there is between the candle and the statue. Um, okay. If there's some kind of magic thing that will happen if we light certain ones or extinguish others. Okay, with a 12, you, you get the sense that there is some sort of arcane enchantments going on here. Firstly, because it seems like the candle should have burnt down by this point if it weren't for an arcane influence. It doesn't seem like 
you know, usually at the bottom of a candle, there's a huge buildup of wax, but these don't seem to have that. They just seem to be the same state they were in, however long they were put here ago. But you're not sure what the relationship is between the two of them. Other than that, with the 12, it's not really clear at this point what you don't see like okay. big invisible lines of magic leading anywhere. Okay. Um, I shout, I'm a burning candles and step backwards. I'll <laughs> uh, uh, check the one in front of me as well. Okay. What are you hoping to determine? I want, actually, I'd like to ascertain who the figure depicts first. Okay. Make a history check. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> With a four. Uh, which one are you standing in front of? Okay. That one appears to be a dwarf with a crown on his head, and that's all you've been able to gather. Uh, probably royalty, <laughs> seemingly old, if they've been turned into a statue. Well, if a statue has been made of them, you're not sure if, an, if it's an actual person turned to stone or not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, hmm. I'm also going to try and check if I recognize the uh, people. Okay. Oh, statues. So that's history, right? Uh, yes, history, please. Yeah, the one that I'm in front of. So the first one on the right. Oh, wow. oh, wow. With a natural 20. Okay. Uh, you see a person there that is a dragonborn and it kind of makes it kind of makes sense that you would that you would know uh this person because he is the ancient king of the dragonborn people from about 400 years ago and his name is Arcanus A R C A N U S and he was he was sort of the leader what what happened there is Arc Anus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was sort of the leader of the Dragonborn people before they were sort of driven away by war and sort of racism. And now there's pretty much none of them around that you know of except for you. Ooh. Okay. For real. Uh, I'm going to do try and do a perception check I'd rather do. Like... Uh, in this sort of area. What are you hoping to determine? Like, um, like what if there's anything particularly useful to know about these, not like who that person is, but if there's any if this is like a trap or uh, a trigger of some sort. Okay, give me a perception check. <laughs> okay. With an eight, you don't notice any um uh, <clears throat> mechanical levers or tripwires or anything. It seems to just be what it is. If there are things here, it, it's not visible to you in a mechanical sense, but you do notice that there is a like barred door leading to, sorry, it's like a portcullis leading to a staircase just above you. So let me just see if I can show you what I mean. There, can you see that? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, if I, if I saw that, I would obviously just 
wander over to it. So I'll just go and like have a little fiddle with that so I can see. Okay, well, it's a portcullis, so it's a series of iron bars crisscrossing each other, ending in, like, spikes jutting into the ground. It's very... It looks like it's... So giving it a a cursory tug, um, presumably it's locked fast. Yeah, it feels heavy and in place, and you presume that it sort of, like, comes down from above, but you can't really see any sort of mechanism. Mm. So we've got, um, there's a dragonborn and a dwarf. What are the other races of the statues? Okay. This one over here appears to be human. Uh, This one is an elf. And this one, you don't recognize the race. It's just sort of very pointy features, very skinny. You're not really sure. Can I inspect this one a bit more then? Uh, Yeah, go for it. What are you hoping to determine? Um, see if I can work anything out about what, what it is. Like the, the kind of, what kind of race it is? Yeah. Make a see if his, some kind of shared yeah. make a history check. Yeah. Okay. With an eight, you are uncertain, but it doesn't match any of the sort of traditional depictions of the races of Drab that you're familiar with. Can I also check if I recognize that thing on the floor, if it's like a portal, like the one we saw in the other place um, with the door, with the ooh, symbol thingy? The teleportation door. Yeah. Sure. Are you trying to, are you talking about this thing? Yes. Okay. Make an investigation check for me. Hey. Okay. Yeah. With an 18, it doesn't appear to be a teleportation circle in any way. It doesn't appear to be arcane. It appears to be symbolic. And it's a series of arrows all coming out from a central point and pointing at like all the different directions around it. And this is a symbol that you vaguely remember in the back of your memory that long ago they used this symbol to describe like a meeting place for people from various different kingdoms to come together and like discuss their issues. It's like coming from far to meet at this point. Mm. Okay. I'm going to convey that guys. This is a place where people used to come from different places and talk. It's like we are now Where's the- like friends. <clears throat> friends. I see no tiefling ambassador. Highly suspect. I see no fur bolts. What did we do wrong? I don't know. Yes. Maybe, maybe we should hold hands about it. Come closer. Uh. <laughs> Should we check if there's anywhere else we can go inside this place? Uh, sure. Make a perception check. Perception. There you go. Oh, no, it won't let me. Okay. Uh, With a nine, you don't notice any other uh, (laughs) exits, Um, but you do notice there is a there is a staircase that you came up to get here, but no other noticings. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh god. If you stop having an orgy over there, maybe we can try to find um, a way. Monty Zenerai. 
Monty, Zenerai, and Joseph make an acrobatics check. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Monty, you manage to trip over and fall on the ground on your back. Josa, you try to like dance around Monty, but then trip and fall on top of him. And then Zenerai, you step over, okay. step over him, step over both of them successfully, but then do like a really cocky dance and then fall down on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you guys doing? <laughs> no, let me solve the riddle. <laughs> Very happy for you guys. Um, um, uh, is the portcullis still closed now? Uh, <laughs> yes, you feel you feel that falling uh, on top of each other has not had any impact more. on the portcullis. It's closed more firmly. Earlier, um, <laughs> if he can try and open that door. <laughs> Sorry, you want to ask who to do what? Fox, if he can try and open that uh, sealed door that. I don't remember if uh, Zenaria or Joseph found. Oh, okay. Um, you know. beckon Fox. He sort of goes over to the portcullis. Does Zenaria stay there or does he move? Do you want to stay away? <laughs> okay. So then the warhorse is going to try to attack it. And with an eight, his hooves just sort of clang against the metal and he sort of dejectedly walks off into the into the sort of middle of the room and looks a little upset. Oh, it's okay. Did you say what these are? They just kind of torches on the ground or something. Sorry, point to what you're describing. Oh, yeah, those are more braziers, just like the one below. Braziers are usually quite seem to be significant in this place. Yeah, maybe we should start fucking with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, what if we was Ross, yeah, yeah, Brazier. Oh, okay. Brazier. Cool. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'd like to inspect uh, the statue on the left. Which one are you referring to? Uh, the westernmost statue. Okay, make a history. Well, if you're inspecting it, are you trying to figure out who it is or what the yeah, statue is? What the statue is depicting? Okay, so then 18 history. It appears to be human. It appears to have a crown on its oh, head. Oh, wait, we know this one is. No, do we know this one? You know what? it's an elf. No, no, no. The, oh, yeah. This one is uh, uh, the race that you don't recognize. This one yeah. is an elf. This one is a dragonborn. This one is a dwarf. And this one is a human. And it has a crown on its head. And you recognize it as Gelt. G-E-L-T. And he was like the king of this region where Orphea now stands, like again, 400 years ago before Orphea was even built. Okay. Um, what do we have in our party? So we have a furball, we have a tea is a tiefling an elf or is a tiefling? No, a tiefling a looks like pointy horns and a tail. Ah, oh, yeah, like a satyr kind of thing. Um, Okay. I'm gonna see. If, so, uh, I'm, I'm. None of these depict us. Lies. We are depicted. You are uh, just not. Just you, actually. Just have another. 
Wait, well, why don't, we don't have a tiefling, we don't have a halfling, we don't have a furbolg. So you're the only oh. one that there is something depicted of. Ooh, okay. So, so, I of your statue. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and grab that um, candle, see if that does anything. You're going to grab the candle, did you say? Or try to blow it all out. So, hold on. Are you grabbing it or are you trying to blow it out? I want to try and grab it first. Okay. You you hold your hand out and try to remove it from its pedestal, but it appears to be stuck fast, even with your considerable strength. Um, yeah, okay. So you are unable to remove it at this point, Abe. You're stymied by a small lump of wax or fat. Okay. I, uh, I snort derisively behind her. Him. You hear, you hear like a strong gust of wind hit you in the back of the neck as an enormous derisive snort catches you. Same <laughs> guy. Uh, I walk up and I say, move out of the way, I'll show you how it's done and try to lift <laughs> the candle out of the way. You, what do you do with the candle, sorry? I try to pick it up. Okay, you try to pick it up. Uh, make a strength or athletics check or something. E either one, I said. Uh, the reason I said or something is because it's kind of similar. All right, even with a 15, you see your muscles bulge, but it doesn't move an inch. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I want to see. Uh, I wants to see if he knows anything about this dwarf. Um, because he's drawn to him being the only smaller race. Okay. Maybe uh, recollect something about the dwarves of the, the mountains or the hills nearby or something. Make a history check. Ooh, with a natural. Okay, you are confident that this is the uh, dwarven queen, Yavel. So it's spelled like this. Yavel, except with a capital Y. And because dwarves live considerably longer, there are rumors that she is still queen of the kingdom beneath the roost, which is a, a mountain to the sort of west. Does she have a beard? Um, she has a small beard, yes. Great. Oh. So I, I turn around and say, yes, actually, I know this one. It's uh, Yavel, uh, Dwarf Queen. Don't know how that helps us. What about the unknown uh, one? From what I can see, the only place we can go through is that door that um, Joseph found, that kind of, like, gated. Has, has anyone tried well, extinguishing it, these things, or have they just been pulling on them? I like pulling. I, 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 I think it's a puzzle, and I think that one of us is represented and the others aren't. Or, or there's some weird race that we don't know. That one's a bit weird. I, I, I wanna, what, what, should we try and blow one of these out? You feel a strong gust of wind blow through the room as they coalesce these like little bits of wind into an enormous wind elemental. 
and ah. you need to roll initiative. Jozer is the first to react as this wind suddenly coalesces behind him into an enormous creature that looks like this. Wait for it. It's kind of <laughs> mild, mildly terrifying. Mm. Yeah. What would you like to do? Arrows. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Arrows are perfect. Yeah. I can't see how that's not going to come back to haunt us. <laughs> um, uh, what could I do? You got, you got elemental arrows. Uh, I've got magic arrows, but they all they do is can change direction. Um, so what's the next actions as well? Um, I'm guessing making it into like a flame wind elemental is probably not a very good idea either. Um, <clears throat> I'm to, fuck it, I've got to test it. I'm going to do all I know and shoot an arrow at its face. Um, yeah. So let's do that. Um, okay, with the 22, you managed to connect with your arrow and the sort of thick, dense part of wind at the center of the creature seems to writhe away from the attack, but it takes less damage than you would expect it to from an arrow like that. Okay. Um, so well, it still I'll... takes damage, just less. Oh, uh, I'll do it again. Okay, go for it. Nice. Uh, are you shooting with the arrows that change direction or just the regular ones? Just the regular ones. Okay. Wow. With the 25, you hit again and the creature sort of writhes in mild discomfort as it sustains some damage from your attack. Um, and yeah, I'm going to combat well a bit further away to right here. Nice. Uh, each one of those squares is five feet, just in case you're trying to calculate in future. Okay. Uh, that's the end of my turn. Sweet. That is the air elementals turn. So it is going to move to Monty, who happens to be the closest to it, and you feel it move into your space, this immense like hurricane, and you can feel yourself almost being knocked over, and then it is going to try to whirlwind you. So you need to make a strength saving throw. Oh, good at those. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Uh, so... Uh, there's so much description for what happens if you fail the throw, but I can't even find what happens if you <laughs> succeed. Uh, that sounds really bad. This is like, oh, wow. It honestly is like the very last sentence. If the saving throw is successful, okay, cool. Uh, all right, sweet. So you take half of the damage I'm about to describe. Okay, so six bludgeoning damage as this thing just throws more wind at you where you can feel your tendons stretching under the strain. Sweet. Okay, that is the end of its turn. Next up is Abe. Yeah. Um, how far can I move? Was it 60 or 30? Uh, 30 feet. 30, yes, so yep. fine. I'm just going to move closer. Uh, So that'll be one, two, five, ten, fifteen, like six squares, right? Well, I can't yeah. see where you are. Uh, I was near the dragonborn, so I'm oh. just like midway now. Cool, yeah. 
And I don't think I can do anything else. Uh, you can use your action to move another 30 feet. It's called dashing, but then you won't be able to do an action because you would have used it to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I am the tank anyway, so I am going to use it to at least attract the attention of the thingy. Okay, so you would like to stay where you are or move? I'm moving there. Okay, cool. That's where you are. Um, is there anything else you want to do? I think if you had a bonus action or something. Uh, no, because we used, well, I use my um, slots for bonus actions and the spells, so I know. Okay, cool. So make an animal handling check to see how Fox responds to this giant ball of wind. But you don't have advantage because the war horse is kind of a bit scared of this thing. It, it's very, like, unnatural. Oh. Because it's like, um, you know how animals are afraid of storms and lightning storms and things? Yep. Uh, what yeah. What am I looking for? Cool. Uh, okay. Pretty good. Yeah, 18's great. Okay, so what would you like Fox to attempt? Uh, let me, sorry, I need to refresh the actions that he has. Oh, uh, he, he can only like attack or do a trampling attack. Uh, but yeah. uh, you could ask him to, you know, uh, run away, uh, provide morals. Like, you could ask him to do anything. <laughs> okay, I am actually then going to ask him to stay in the way of... Who's the person that has the lowest um, armor, guys? You? Yeah. Monty? Okay, so just, like, try and protect Monty. Get in the way. Interesting. Okay. So... <coughs> He's going to move over here in the hopes of... Uh, actually, I suppose he'll attack. Uh, I suppose the best way to protect Monty, Fox interprets that as attacking this creature. So okay. he is going to make an attack. Ooh, whoa, the 24. <laughs> just crazy. Uh, okay, so then we're going to do some... Uh, cocky for Monty. Yeah. <laughs> Pulse cocky. <laughs> okay, so does 11 damage to this thing, but again, only some of that damage manages to penetrate the windy exterior, and the creature is going to have to make a saving throw against 14, so a strength saving throw. And it fails. So that means uh, the Warhorse Fox gets to make another hoof attack. Nice. Uh, but unfortunately, the hoof misses the mark as the horse is a bit spooked by being this close to loud wind. And uh, I believe that would uh, knock the creature prone, but this creature does not get knocked prone and is seemingly immune to being prone. Okay. So that means it is Monty's turn. What would Monty like to do? Uh, right. Um I am going to guiding bolt it in the face. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're at a disadvantage, but roll twice anyway. Oh yeah, shit. Um, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to. Uh, oh shit! I'm going to bless myself, Abelardo, and. I don't think I can get Josa. 30 feet? Uh, five, ten, five. It's, it's on the, it's on the verge. Hold on. I can't. Five, no. 10, 15, 
I'd rather bet mm. No, I think I'm just outside. Yeah, I think just that's out? outside, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll bless yeah. myself, Abelardo, and uh, Fox in that case. Cool. You each have a D4 to attack rolls and saving throws, I think. Yeah. Cool. You feel this warm, sunshiny glow embrace you, and the smell of fresh grass fills your nostrils. Delightful. Delightful. And then and then I, at, the, at the end, after everyone kind of relaxes, I scream. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do with your turn, Monty? Uh, just that shout. That's it. Cool. Zenerai, the purple-haired, black-robed statue. I am growing to hate this uh, avatar. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, either way, I'm going to blast this thing in the face. Go for it. Uh, okay. Let me just check my stats here. Um, oh, hang on. What's wrong? Um, so I get two beams. Of Eldridge Blast. Yeah. So I think that just means you can attack twice, right? With Eldritch Blast? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so hold on. You you probably want to hear how this first one goes. The first one hits, and it does seem to do the regular amount of damage you would hope for in this situation. Oh. So I then roll again for the second blast. That is accurate, yes. Okay, cool. Rob, I did that wrong all day. Nice. Okay. So this one unfortunately misses as the bolt in your efforts to avoid Monty, who's right there. You manage to go too far wide and it smashes a chunk out of the stone wall. Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? Um, uh, I'm going to ask my imp to see if he can fit between the gaps and the portcullis. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, he says, as he flies over there, you hear a thunk. Thunk, and he says, no. <laughs> oh, well. That's a tight lattice. Yeah. <laughs> is there that's anything else? Yeah. Uh, no, that's... Cool. Next up is Joza. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I, uh, seeing that my arrows had some effect and uh, not really knowing what else to do, I... I briefly, because Joseph's not very clever, I briefly think about blowing out this candle because it's so close to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm kind of like, ah, oh, kill this wind monster first. He hasn't, he hasn't put those two things together in any way. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll draw, I'll fire two. Go for it. Oh yeah, with 21, that connects doing That's the fine. same sort of reduced impact that you noticed last time you can fire again yeah um and so because i've had so much luck now i'm going to start using my um magic arrows okay. so if i do hit i get a hit cool okay now, with a 14 this arrow it. unfortunately glances off of the stone wall and goes clink is there anything else you want to do with your time quick glance back at the the uh the candle and then he decides <laughs> to it. okay cool um next up is the air elementals turn and it is going to have to roll to see if one of its abilities recharge or not so just a quick look behind the screen it is important uh this role for you guys you don't want to, 
You don't want him to roll a four, five, or six, okay? Oh, okay. And a d6. Oh, good. <laughs> That's unlucky. Okay, so what's going to happen is that you feel the wind rush at you from all sides, Monty, and you need to make a strength saving throw, which you miraculously made last time. Yeah, and it's, that is that was not how it would normally go. So, <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Okay, with a 15, let me just double check. If my eyes don't deceive me, you have successfully resisted again. Um, so, I have 10 strength. Yeah, exactly. It's just a raw roller. Okay, so you take 10 bludgeoning damage and you manage to stay on your feet again with your enormous bulk. Okay, quite a lot of blood starts pouring out of my mouth. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I get that. I get that. All right, that is the end of the elemental's turn, and that is Abe's turn. Turns okay. it turn. So I am going to uh, do one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to move right here behind Monty. Mm -hmm. And I am going to touch his bum to. Give him some life. Nice. How many? Give him his life. <laughs> <laughs> great late 90s references. Yeah. <laughs> That's some good stuff. Um, or many. Like, I have 30. Hit, uh, hit me up. Do you want to heal me to full? Yeah. How, how do you know that? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to, uh, like, I have, I'm laying hands on you, so. How much HP do you want with a top of 30? I have 20, please. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, just as a quick tip, because it's kind of useful when you have a paladin, even if you have one uh, HP of lay on hands, that's enough to bring someone back from like unconsciousness. So it's good, yeah, to, so it's good to save some for that. Yeah, okay, I still good. have um, 10 left okay, by cool. doing that. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So you feel 20 HP of cold, crisp energy invite revitalize your body. Friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that, that's, yeah. that's your part of your movement and your action, Abe. Is there anything else you want to do? Bonus action. Do you want to talk to anyone, interact with an object? Um, go on, Fox. You're doing a good job. Don't let him die. Nice. Go. You see the warboss looks reassured by uh, your utterances. Uh, next up is the war horse. And I will say, yeah, I think it's just another straight roll. So give me another regular animal handling check. Fox hasn't sustained any champ. Oh yeah, with a 20. Okay, he, you see, go on. Sorry, I was gonna say he's also blessed. Uh, yes. Oh, he's one of the ones who are blessed. Okay, sweet. He is. So he's gonna roll a d4. I think it's best horse life. Okay, so that's a 16, yeah. His hooves managed to connect, and that is going to do this much damage. Uh, oh, yeah. So the hooves managed to do a reduced impact, but still substantial seeming damage to this creature. It just seems to resist certain kinds of impacts. And that is the end of the Warhorse's turn, as it is now Monty's turn. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, if it's flying, is it going to get an attack of opportunity if I try to run away? 
it's it's hovering like a foot off the ground. So it's it's going to get an attack of opportunity on you, but not because of it flying, just because of you being right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I fuck it. Uh, I'm just going to try and guiding bolt it. <laughs> okay. So roll with disadvantage for me. Yeah. Oh uh, gosh, with an eight. Let me add the sweet bless because it will make all the difference. Twelve. <laughs> oh, you are so close, but unfortunately, this burst of radiant energy basically destroys this wall here. So you can see you can see through that wall to the staircase you just walked up. Well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just kind of go limp and ragdoll like uh, as, as the wind kind of buffets me. Next up is Zenarai's turn. Uh, double blast. Okay, Zenarai's there. Okay, with a 19, cool. that definitely hits and it has the impact you would expect. <coughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. So that's 11 damage from the first attack as this thing looks incredibly buffeted by that impact, but it still looks hearty. And your next, oh, it's your first one a critical hit. I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah first one, 27. Oh, nice. That's... Cool. So that's a huge hit. This thing looks uh, like its wind is coalescing in a less coherent manner. Nice. Um, I then instruct my imp to go and give emotional support to Dave. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, just just chilling there, isn't he? Um, I will move the imp to go and give emotional support to Dave. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Cool. Joseph's turn. Uh, right. So, what's my my movement is twenty five feet. So that's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five. Um, seeing this, uh, Joseph is going to be uh, filled with uh, envy of the imp gang to pat Dave. And I'm going to combat well all the way over to the room. <laughs> and, then and then I'm going to get on top of Dave and mount her. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I speak to my imp, dude. Uh, uh, and dude, then I... <laughs> from there, I'm going to give give Dave a, a little ear rub and then um, uh, fire a shot at the from the back of Dave to the uh, wind elemental. Okay, what kind of arrow is it? Uh, yeah, I'll use the magic arrow again. Okay, go for it. Didn't uh, work so well last time. Okay, with the 22, that, that hits, and you notice it does the amount of damage that you would usually expect, which is unusual. That's weird. Um, okay, so then I... Uh, what do I do? I With the magic arrow, I can tell it to attack again. Uh, is that uh, right? Yeah, you can roll again, yeah. And, but well, just roll an attack again, yeah. Yeah, because the arrow like comes out, turns around, and then comes back. Okay, that one fails. Uh, yes, unfortunately, that one misses as the arrow sort of streaks into the wall that used to be there and goes through the hole in the wall that Monty created and lands on the first floor that you were just on with a faint clink. Mm, um, then I say to Dave, uh, "Watch this one," uh, and shoot again. Nice, with the 27, yeah. you hit convincingly. Is it with the same sort of arrow? It is. Okay, um, so it does normal damage and you get to roll again. Also, mark off how many of these magic arrows you've used. 
Yeah. Uh, so that one then hits again. Nice. So is it for nine piercing damage, right? That's the latest one? Uh, yeah, so the latest one with the first attack was the ten, and then the magic arrow attack was the nine. Nice. You see this thing looks less uh, coherent. It really seems to be struggling to keep its form together. Yeah. Um, how many arrows did you get again? Was it like 20 or 60 or something? 60, yeah. Okay. So and you used like, what, seven or something? Yeah, I'll say eight. Okay, cool. All right. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, that is the end of my turn. Okay, cool. Um, next up is this thing. And again, I cannot emphasize how much you want it to roll a one, two, or a three. Oh. Oh, oh gosh, that was so lucky. <laughs> All right. um, okay. Uh, it is going to... As the body of Monty starts to go limp and as this thing looks to be holding its form less and less, it is going to move towards the war horse and occupy its space like this. And it is going to attack the war horse. So the first attack is going to be this that hits for... Sorry, what? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, plus five. Oh, 11 bludgeoning damage as this thing looks kind of, the Warhorse Fox looks kind of rough already. And it is going to attack again. And 13, I don't know if that hits the Warhorse, does it? Yeah, it does. Okay. So then I'm going to roll this again. Okay, so this basically causes the body of Fox to disintegrate and evaporate Ooh. back to the Fey realm from whence he came. Hi, Fox. You did well. <laughs> See you next time. Awesome. <laughs> and that is Abe's turn. Right. I am going to attack, and I've discovered that I can actually attack twice because oh, wow. I have this in other. I'm going to... Nope, that is not what I meant to do. Is this it? Yeah. Uh, I have that. Apparently, I have an extra attack, and I did not realize. <laughs> nice. Okay, let's give it. Let's give it a go. So that's what the thing says in others. Uh, yep. You can attack twice. Yeah, for sure. So you oh, can, it's a level five thing. Nice. Yeah. You can hit with your uh, whatever thing you choose to attack with twice. Excellent. So I am going to try and attack twice. I'm going to go with my Warhammer. Nice. And Okay. With a 13, you managed to not find purchase on this windy Wait, creature. Sorry? You are blessed. Oh, I okay. So roll a d4. Yeah. Nice. Okay. You just managed to hit. And uh, because you're holding a shield, I'm going to use the one-handed damage because that's, that's what that is for. Um, so you do damage to this thing. It's just less than you would expect as it shudders beneath the weight of the Warhammer. Would you like to attack again? Yes. I'm going to do exactly the same thing. Nice. Just wailing on it. Yeah. Let's go in for it. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. The 21. Uh, you connect again and watch the sum of the attack find its way into the dark core of the cyclone creature. Is that the end of your turn? 
Yes. Cool. Next up is Monty the Bleeding. <laughs> um, still I'm, I'm pretty good now oh. I'm pretty good that's just uh, the title I've given him just <laughs> yeah yeah I've, I have bled a lot in this game um, <laughs> so I'm going to Sacred Flame okay so with a 12 I am what, wait oh no that's the damage okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah he has to succeed on a 14 okay cool uh, let us see what, what happens here oh goodness <laughs> Okay, all right, uh, here we go. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, with an 18, you, you get the feeling that wind is quite a dexter dexterous element. Is there, anything, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, Zenerai, you have seen the horse be disintegrated. You have seen <laughs> Abe successfully hit some wind with a hammer. And Monty, not not quite as bleeding as he was before. What would you like to do? Uh, and I've also seen uh, Dave be mounted by Jose. Yes, that uh, is accurate. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the words that we shall have after this. Um, I'm going to blast him twice. Nice, go for it. Okay, yeah. How, how, how do you yeah. want the creature to be destroyed? Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to send both blasts at the same time. One going through each eye hole. Okay. You see the blasts of energy go through each eye hole and it disperse <coughs> it disperses like a like those weird eddies of wind that catch plastic bags and then suddenly disappear. Mm, nice. That's nice. <laughs> and you notice the candle that you blew out is no longer lit, as you would expect. Guys, I think that was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, cool. Well, maybe we have to blow them all out. Yeah, we've either got to fight. But, but before we do that, maybe we should rest and like regain our lovely spell slots. You guys I see Joseph Cop walking over towards the the middle candle. And I think. I th I'm not sure if we're in a safe enough place to be able to rest there mm. for a long rest. Um, I use my mage hand to um, cover Joseph's mouth and those. You use your mage hand to cover Joseph's mouth. And nose, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, you feel a strange, like, presence in front of your mouth and nose, Joseph. It unfortunately doesn't restrict his breathing because... The spell says that the hand can't attack, but you do feel like a weird sensation, like a wet flannel being held against your face. I say stop. Uh, we blew yeah. up and an oh. uh, elemental arrived. I think we need to find a way to put these candles out without using primal elements like air or water or fire. Hmm. Mm. Good point. Let's okay. I don't believe you, but okay. Either that, either that, or I think we have got to extinguish either the middle one of, of the weird, strange elf breed thing, or the dragonborn one. I agree. Because it was it was it was it was the one in the the left middle right. So it was the dwarf that we blew out. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I, th- I think I think we've either got to do it on the middle one or the Dragonborn one on the, the right hand side. Um, uh, or as you say, with a non-elemental way of <laughs> extinguishing. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> well, let's let's get uh, able to um, uh, pinch the flame of the Dragonborn one. Then we do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. As that happens, you notice the portcullis doors behind you open, and hey. the candle that you previously extinguished all come back on again. But the uh, the portcullis is open. Awesome. Hey. Nice. And that feels like a good place to end the session, right? Yeah. Damn right. Well done. I am. <laughs> impressed with how long you spent in that room before you did anything. You were incredibly patient. <laughs> yeah, we're not usually that patient. Yeah. It's a puzzle room. <clears throat> yeah, it was great. It, I, like, it was you it's like you were trying to hundred percent the room. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Not just blast the first person you see with a fireball. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at the wrong hands podcast at gmail.com. So T H E W R O N G H A N D S P O D C-A-S-T at gmail.com